Well, these games used to be close, but for the second time in a row, the Golden State Warriors are blown out. They finish a seven-game homestand, two and five. There is trouble in Golden State Warriors land. There might be some reprieve coming. Kylan Mills and I will have some news regarding the trade front. There's uh, some interesting news in that regard. And Kylan, I'm going to ask you whether or not you think the players that are playing are the right players. We'll break it all down next. This is Locked on Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use the code Locked On. You get $20 off your order. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name. It's super easy, at Kylan Mills. You can follow me over on threads at Dog Wild. Kylan, that was ugly. I don't know how you could spin it. Uh, just really quickly to, to lead into your reaction to this game. Fifth time this season, the Warriors have given up 40 or more points in a quarter uh, I'm going to ask you what starting lineup you think they should use because tonight was the 13th different starting lineup we've seen this year. And this was not a clutch game. Clutch meaning they kept the game close. This was a blowout booze raining at Chase Center. Kylan, how are you feeling in terms of yourself and this Golden State Warriors team following a disastrous game, 141-105? Sai, first of all, um, I am not Kevin Dana, so I just want to make that oh. clear. A couple people already post uh, have already been <laughs> yeah, pointing it out uh, in the chat that Kevin sorry is looking about that. good. We'll Psych, fix that right now. Kevin. I apologize. I sincerely apologize. <laughs> all good, but that's, um, on that's on me. I am not Kevin Dana, but it is great to see you. <laughs> well, you was on just earlier something. today. This is the I, didn't, I couldn't go the rest of the show like that because everyone was commenting in the chat. So. There we go. There we go. Okay. Sorry about um, that. I apologize. There we go. Okay. And the graphic is updated as well with the topics on today's show. Uh, great to see you. Not great to be talking about of this blowout that the Warriors just suffered at the hands of the Pelicans. Um, by the way, a little bit of a different setup for me. Everybody at home, I am, at least if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening, you wouldn't know the difference, but I'm on the road doing some college basketball, so that's why I'm coming to you from a hotel room and not my usual beautiful set. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't talk about the Warriors and unfortunately uh, had to suffer through watching this game. I mean, I told you, you're like, hey, did you watch the whole thing? I'm like, I almost couldn't because after the first quarter, I just could not believe the terrible defense the Warriors mm. came out playing with. Um, I know we're going to talk about it, but... Steve Kerr cannot figure out the rotations. He cannot figure out the right starting five, and it continues to be an issue. Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't like Kevon Looney back. And I'm getting him back out. I'm sorry, but I, he's not doing it for me. I know he pulled in seven rebounds, but I think the time 
is for him to be a second unit player. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's a mess. The first quarter was a mess. I think the Warriors lacked intensity. The defense was not good. And I think it's start starting. It's time to start having some big picture conversations. You just pointed out the record at home. They've lost six of their last eight games. The rotation is changing every single night. I will say one, one positive. Moses Moody, 21-point performances back-to-back games. I thought he looked good tonight. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, had a couple of boards, a steal, went 50% from three. He had, I can't remember what, he was like 60. He was ridiculous. He, he shot more than 50% from three in that game against the Raptors. Uh, so to me, more evidence that Steve Kerr has been getting the rotations wrong. He should have been playing 20 plus minutes per night prior to this. Um, And to me, one big talking point that we have to get into is what do the Warriors do with Andrew Wiggins? Mm -hmm. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you think, because I do still see people, Cyrus, who are on the side of keep Andrew Wiggins around. He's going to come around. I don't see that happening. We are into getting into mid-January and Andrew Wiggins continues to struggle He was a team worst minus 29 in this game, had five points, went two of eight from the field, couple of boards, couple assists, still just looks like he's lacking energy, lacking effort. Looks like he doesn't want to be there. Uh And and at what point do you figure out that it's time to move on, whether that be benching him moving forward, whether that be putting him on the trade block? I know a lot of people are pointing out in our last show, they don't think that he's worth anything, but do you waste a spot just keeping Andrew Wiggins around when to me, it even looks like effort isn't there at this point. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've explained this plenty. You're right. There's still some, there's going to be holdouts, I think until the absolute end, Uh, there are people who still support Steve Kerr and his decisions. Um, There are people who still, you're right. Think Andrew Wiggins, his, his season is salvageable folks. We're almost at the halfway point of the season. Um, what you see for the most part is what you get at this point. It's, you know, this is a large enough sample size, at least for me to know that uh, this is a, a worthless cause when it comes to Andrew Wiggins. Um, and, and just to, just to highlight, you know, you say you didn't watch the second half. The only part of the second half that bore relevancy to me was the third quarter when the Golden State Warriors started to rally a little bit. They actually brought this game to within nine. Uh, and then of course, Steve Kerr doing what, Kerr does this year. He pulls a couple of players, including Kaminga. Uh, and again, I've said this all season long on this show. Kaminga is night and day. The why of this is 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 a mystery, just like Wiggins' decline is. Only in, in Kaminga's case, there's hope, and he's young, but he is just not as good of a first-half player as he is a second-half player. And what, yet again, we saw this tonight. They were rallying in the third quarter, uh, and they bring it to within nine. And then Steve Kerr pulls a lot of his players, Kaminga included. He brings Wiggins in at that point. The score was 90 to 78 at that point. And it just, the game completely ran away from him after that. It was over. And uh, so when we come back, I guess, yeah, we, we'll go to break real fast. We got some time to discuss this. When we come back, Kylan, I, I want to ask you this question and I'll answer it as well. Who should be starting for this team? Because this has been a problem all season among many issues. I feel like if you're going to start somewhere, no pun intended, start with who you're rolling with to start these games. Um, I still don't think Kerr has figured that part of it out. I'm curious to know who you think should be starting. like, And who are are the five players who should be playing the most, right? Um, So I'm curious to know what your thoughts are there. 
And then I have some new information regarding trade talks. And you and I discussed this before we started recording. Uh, and we'll break it down some more. But there is some developments on the trade front. Not what you expect if you watch last night's trade show. So we'll get into that and so much more. Uh, give you some stats as well. Because Moses Moody played fantastic. If you want a, a positive, I saw in the yeah. chat. Yeah, Moody played great. You know, and, and all this does is just completely, you know, add to the nonsense. It reaffirms what we've been saying. That yes. Steve has been out of his mind. And it's really messed up that he hasn't been playing Moses Moody when he deserves to be a rotation piece. When given the opportunity, he's proving it time and time and time again. Why is Steve Kerr so stubborn? Absolutely. It is a mystery. Yeah. So we'll talk about that and so much more. Got to give some love first and foremost. And the trade news is interesting as well. We'll, 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 we'll explain when we, uh, we'll get into this in just a moment. First, got to give some love to our first sponsor of this evening. And that is Jace and more specifically Jace Medical. And, uh, you know, they've been a sponsor of ours for a little while now and they're, they provide an awesome service. Look, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. Scary stuff. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if, let's say, Kylan Charlie is suddenly sick or if, if you... Dude, I just had strep throat, so this actually hits close to home. Oh, well, there, <laughs> yeah, there you go, right? Um, or if any of you out there watching or listening, if you have kids... Uh, imagine a supply, a supply chain issue affecting the relief, the medicine you need to heal. Thankfully, if you're, if you subscribe to Jace medical, you'll be okay because of the Jace case. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, uh, ranging from UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of you. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. One more time, go to jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, and use the offer code Locked on for $20 off your order. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks here at Locked On have launched their first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today, and it's here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And make sure you subscribe, or in this case, follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name. It's super easy, at Kylan Mills. So, Kylan, I don't know if you uh, saw the reports this morning of uh, Anthony Slater, who covers the Golden State Warriors for The Athletic. He does a fine job doing it. And there was the reports suddenly trickling of Anthony Slater reporting that the team is interested in DeJounte Murray, uh, the, the guard for the Atlanta Hawks, formerly of the San Antonio Spurs. He's 6'5". Uh, he was a point guard traditionally for the Spurs with the Atlanta Hawks. He's more of, a, of an off guard because uh, of Trey Young, who's over there. So anyways, um, 
it seemed weird to me. Did that seem weird to you when you first heard about that? Or yes, that- yes, I was surprised. So I say it same, and and uh, you know, I I was curious where this came from, and uh, Anthony Slater uh, mentioned that he was monitoring the Dejounte Murray situation um, as part of a podcast he was hosting. And so I thought, okay, that's interesting, right? And it, it literally hit. We we literally found out seconds before Kevin Dan and I uh, recorded our show earlier today. And then, and look, Kylan, you know people. I know people. We got some connections. And I've heard that there's a lot of truth to this. And it's not just that there's truth to this. Is that the Warriors badly want Dejounte Murray? Uh, and then Bleacher Report came out with uh, a column today that is it's that is purely speculative, but they did uh, broach the idea of Dejounte Murray going to the Golden State Warriors. And here's the additional piece that I've learned that if this trade becomes a reality, and the more I've thought about it, and the more uh, I, I process this, the more I love it because the truth of the matter is, uh, Chris Paul is going to be 39 years old soon. He's probably not going to be back with the Golden State Warriors next year. So the DeJounte Murray piece would fill a long-term solution for having a ball handler uh, alongside Stephen Curry. Uh, he is 6'5". I didn't realize his defensive prowess, but he is a good defender. Um, now, here's the part that's tricky, and I'd love to get your thoughts on all the DeJounte Murray stuff. It's likely going to cost the Golden State Warriors Brandon Pajemski. Um, the Atlanta Hawks reportedly want Jonathan Kaminga, but Joe Lacob loves Kaminga. Um, so Brandon Pajemski will likely be the player who's shipped back. That is if the Hawks agree to this trade. I think there's a lot of interest for DeJounte Murray. Um, so that's where we're at right now. Basically, if the Warriors want him, it's going to probably cost a first rounder and Brandon Pajemski. Uh, you might have to also throw in Chris Paul to make salaries work. Um, DeAndre Hunter could come back as well. He would also give you some size. That would be a huge additional piece. If that trade happens, and if that happens, maybe you could also package Andrew Wiggins and get him off your books at the same time. It's interesting. I don't know if it's going to save the season. I think a second trade will be needed uh, in order to to have a championship contender this season. Um, because as as Valanciunas showed everyone tonight, the Warriors are lacking inside. Um, but that's where we're at. Your thoughts, Kylan. Floor is yours. I'm going to shut up. Um, you know, so I don't hate the idea of adding, like you said, a maybe a bigger, because for a point guard, he's bigger at 6'5". A bigger point guard, a ball handler. I think DeJounte Murray is a playmaker and he's solid defensively. So I don't hate adding something like that alongside Steph Curry. But in general, the Warriors have been so backloaded with guards I would like to see them target more of a bigger wing and someone who can knock down the three ball and spread the floor, i.e. the role that Andrew Wiggins really is supposed to be filling and clearly is not capable of doing that because my biggest issue I pointed out with the Warriors, they don't have a consistent secondary and third score. And I think they also need one of those guys to be a bigger wing player um, who can help spread the floor and knock down shots from outside. And DeJounte Murray doesn't really fit that mold. You mentioned he's played a little bit in more of an off-ball role with Atlanta, but still, I think you need a guy who's a little bit bigger, a little bit longer. I like Moses Moody for that role. I actually would like to see Moses Moody start at the three spot, Um, but I do still think the Warriors could possibly use some depth there, and that's a position that I would like to see them target in trade talks in addition to size. To me, Uh I hate to say this because I love Kevon Looney. I love what he's done but I just don't see him. He, he's too slow. I don't see him contributing uh, the way he did even just a couple seasons ago. I like Trace Jackson Davis started 
at the center position, but he still has a lot of room for growth. I think it'd be great to bring in more of a veteran center who has experience, who can still provide rim protection, but is more athletic than Kevon Looney. I'm sorry to say it. And is a better defender because Kevon Looney gets cooked whenever, I mean, in almost every matchup, he's the slower of the two centers. And especially with the way centers now are getting a little bit faster, have more skill and touch from the outside in the NBA. That's a problem for the Warriors. So I would love to see them add a five or a big with a little bit more athleticism and maybe some of that skill that we're talking about who can shoot from the outside or a little bit more versatility. Um, but I like Trace Jackson Davis. I think that he has a lot of potential and he's more of a true banger inside, um, but he's still going to need some support. He has a lot of room for growth. He's a rookie at the end of the day. Um, so those are two positions that I would like to see filled maybe more than a playmaker mm-hmm. guard type to play alongside Steph. But I don't hate the move. I like him. I think he's a solid defender and, and all the things that we just pointed out. Um, I don't think he's going to be enough. That's the biggest thing. DeJounte Murray's not going to be big enough to save the Warriors from the predicament they're in right now, which to me, I just almost feel like they need a roster overhaul. I think there need to be multiple pieces moved and brought in for this team to be a contender. I really do. And that's not going to be enough. So it'd have to be complementary to other moves being made. Yeah. And, and I wholeheartedly agree with you. And the, the good news is it's very possible to, to, to make two trades here. Jared Allen is available as crazy as it sounds. Lori Markinen is available, but you're, there's no chance in hell you're going to get Markinen and DeJounte Murray. Uh, there just aren't enough draft picks to go around for that. Pascal Siakam is available. I went through the whole list on, on yesterday's show. You're right. It is possible. Um, if, if the Warriors can somehow basically d- uh, pull off a trade where you're giving up Pajemski, Kevon Looney, Andrew Wiggins, Chris Paul, like those pieces would be gone par- largely for salary purposes um, and also just to shed a lot of dead weight off your roster. But if you can uh, convert that into DeJounte Murray and let's say Jared Allen, you got something cooking there. I, I do believe that. Um, but, but as as tonight showed, uh, the, the the interior is just a huge hole. I mean, Valanciunas yeah. was cooking this team. Uh, you know, Steve Kerr was at the podium. Let's listen to him because um, I'm, I've just from since the start of the show, there's some chatter about uh, some of the verbiage he used describing uh, their performance tonight. And why don't we hear from the head coach of the Golden State Warriors um, talking about the team losing their spirit, their confidence. Ooh, let's hear Kerr. Just how disappointing is it now? Back-to-back games where you are hearing boos at home, and maybe you felt again that some of those boos, where many of them were deserved from the effort that your team showed out there. Yeah, we deserved it for sure. Um, you know, fell fell behind immediately, um, and uh, I think I think we're just lacking confidence right now. You know, it's it's um, you, uh, you 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 just sort of um, you know you you get to a, a stage sometimes where um, you just kind of lose your, uh, your belief and, uh, it happens. Um, and that's what's happened right now with our team the last few days. I think we've, um, you know, we've just lost, um, the, the spirit, the confidence that, that has to carry you, you know, against, um, talented teams night in and night out. Your thoughts to that, Kyle, and your reaction. I have to say something really quick because I started Please. laughing earlier when you were talking and I didn't mean to, but someone said something in the chat that accidentally caught my eye and Foul Sharpton mentioned in the chat when we were talking about Looney. Looney moves like the old men in church that pay women's rent. <laughs> 
And then someone else said that the characters of The Walking Dead move faster than Looney. <laughs> he does. He does. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, he's an easy target in terms of how. He's such an easy target. I hate it because he's the nicest human ever. And, and the part of the reason he moves like that is because of all those hip in surgeries that he had. I mean, he's almost yeah. got like recon, reconstructed. And he's also had back issues too. But and back, so, yeah. I don't want this to turn into a, a loony roast in the chat. It or is anything. funny. It is funny. That it, it just, I'll give you guys props when props are due. Um, <laughs> in terms of what Steve Kerr said, I, I think he's absolutely right. The team has no confidence right now. I mean, they can't win basketball games. They, they barely squeaked out a win. I mean, one of their last couple of wins, they've lost six of eight, was squeaking out a win over the D Detroit Pistons, who are the worst team in basketball. And yeah. like, people are like, oh, yeah. yay, the Warriors closed out a game. I'm like, dude, like, this shouldn't be a game. <laughs> like, yeah. this is the by far worst team in basketball. And the Golden State Warriors are one of the biggest brands in the most recent dynasty in the NBA. Like, come on, people. Um, so I had a harder time getting excited after that game. Uh, but, you know, I think that Kerr's right in terms of the team lacking confidence. But to me, coaching has been an issue. And I've said this before. I think there's plenty of blame to go around for where the Warriors are at right now. I think coaching has been an issue. I think the roster composition has been an issue. And I think the players actually not performing up to where they should be has been an issue. So I think it's a combination of things, but right now what the Warriors as an organization can do is start making moves to try to make some changes. Because if there are players who are consistently not playing up to expectations, then at some point you have to accept this is who they are now. And that's yeah. where I feel about Andrew Wiggins. And it's a hard thing to grapple with. Um, but just You're keep saying Andrew Wiggins is going to come around. Andrew Wiggins is going to go back to being the player he was two years ago. Keep having faith, keep putting him out there. It's just like, at some point, we've got to make improvements to get guys who are going to go out there and make an impact. Um, so it's hard to go out there and watch that. And I felt a little bit like that about Clay Thompson at times. I don't want the Warriors to trade him, but I do think that at some point he needs to accept a lesser role and that he may be in more of a supporting veteran role than being, you know, the lead go-to guy in order for this organization to move forward. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that that time is coming sooner than later, but love Clay Thompson, love what he's done for this organization. I think he can still shoot the basketball, but at some point there's going to have to be a changing of the guard with the Warriors. And I think to me, the season is telling everyone that it may be coming sooner than later. And that's the whole, the part that really is infuriating in my opinion is if in fact the season is, is gone in terms of championship aspirations, what the hell are you doing playing your veterans and, and and wasting minutes on the youth when you should be playing them, developing them? Kerr continues treating this roster like they're a legitimate world championship contender. It is very evident they're not. And if that's the case, what good is it to keep suppressing the minutes and the development of your young yeah. players? I mean, the, the lack of foresight for the future is what's bugging me the most in all this. Um, and this also could be where a trade might salvage things. But yeah, they're in a bad spot. Draymond Green, who knows when he's coming back? Who knows if he makes a difference? Um, we got one more soundbite to play in just a moment. Uh, Kylan, I, I would love to get an answer from you, and I'm going to answer it as well in terms of who should be starting because I think this yeah. was the second game in a row where they, the Warriors started this game down 24-12. I swear I saw that exact same score against the Raptors. Uh, and and to give up four, over 40 points in the first quarter for the fifth time this season for that to happen – that's bad, folks. That is just bad. So we're going to talk about all that and so much more. Um, have to give some love to our other sponsor for this evening first. 
which is prize picks and the premise for prize picks is super simple i had to by the way uh kevin dana was on the show earlier kylan and he was the inspiration for me jokingly saying that if you live in a state where let's say prize picks is illegal uh you can use a vpn vpn to circumvent that um i officially can't use that joke anymore the joke died today but it was it was apropos that it was the kevin dana who started that joke was here when uh, I got the news that we can't say it. it's, I guess it's technically illegal or something. I don't know. Anyway. So, but, but, but the good news is most of our audience, at least a lot of it is in California where daily fantasy is legal. And that's what prize picks is considered. It's daily fantasy sports. And the premise is super easy. You're betting on individuals and you're betting on how these individuals are going to do. For example, uh, Stephen Curry tonight, and he's, he's slumping. Although I think a lot of that is just, having no help whatsoever. Uh, but his his line for tonight's game, if you're playing with prize picks, you would have had to select whether or not Stephen Curry is going to score more or less than 29 and a half points. And so if you bet less than, he scored 15, you would have gone one of your minimum two selections correct. And then that's the whole premise. And the other selection could have been someone else, let's say uh, – John, uh, Kevon Looney, we were just talking about him a moment ago. Maybe his more or less than number for rebounds might have been six and a half. And he got seven for today. And if you had bet more than, you would have won that as well. Um, so, and, and it's not just limited to basketball. The, there's a lot of NFL action this weekend. You could mix and match. You could get soccer involved. Whatever the sport is, the premise again, just picking two to six players, more or less than totals. If uh, you nail six of them, you can win up to 25 times what you put in, and that's prize picks for you. It's super fun. It's legal in California. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And final segment of Locked On Warriors. Uh, thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For every dayers, we're back at this Friday night uh, where the Warriors are back on the road and they're going to be playing the Chicago Bulls. Also want to let you folks know Saturday will be the first uh, a post-game show of the year that we will not have. Um, it's my dad's 81st birthday, so I'm going to be taking him out for his birthday. So no show Saturday night, but we will have post-game Friday. All right, so Kylan, uh, let's hear this soundbite real fast from Steve Kerr, uh, just because um, he reflected on the team's homestand. We also have to quickly touch on Moses Moody as well, who uh, I missed the injury. I don't know when that yeah. happened, but it I know he got hurt. Uh, do you have, do you know anything on that right now, or do you want to? No, wait? I haven't seen the latest, but he did get hurt. I'm looking it up right now. And, awesome. But, so, Kylan will have that information in just a moment. But here is Steve Kerr uh, talking about the two and five homestand. Came back from Denver on Christmas. You guys kind of look forward to this homestand as a chance to kind of come together. Um, now that it's over, what do you how do you, what do you make of what happened over the course of these last seven games? Yeah, I mean, uh, we we obviously uh, failed in 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 our uh, desire to to build some momentum during this stretch. We lost six of eight. Um, obviously, the Denver game was uh, was a gut punch. You know, that's the one we felt like we 
uh, we had, and and uh, they they snatched it, um, and and I think, you know, that that really, um, you know, with the injury um, to Chris, um, it seems to have just kind of um, sapped us a little bit of of confidence and direction. We just seem out of sync, you know, at both ends right now. It's interesting you brought up that Nuggets game because that was the game that he benched Kaminga for the final 18 minutes for Andrew Wiggins, and it all spiraled from there. It's not a good look when two of your players on your roster are publicly disgruntled with you. Also not a good look when former players are publicly coming out, uh, calling you out. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Kylan, any news on Moody? And who would you be starting uh, for this Golden State Warriors team? Yeah, so the update on Moody is that Steve Kerr said in post game that they believe it's a calf strain, but he's going to get an MRI. Moses Moody told him that he didn't think it was that bad, quote unquote, but they're going to do the MRI just in case. He is going to be resting, obviously, in some regard, but didn't have until they get that imaging, imaging didn't have any type of projection on a timeline for him possibly being out or returning, but likely at least at this point, a minor calf strain for Moses Moody. So just hopefully something not long-term. And he's the number one guy that I say needs to be moved into the starting lineup. Uh, I think he's played consistently well all season. He has length. He has size. He's played good defense. You saw the last couple games what he can do when he's given more time and the ability to get into a rhythm and knock down threes. So he does have the ability to spread the floor. Um, And at some point, the Warriors do need to, like you just addressed in the last segment, really invest in giving these young players the opportunity to grow and to really take center stage. And to me, I think Moses Moody's ready to make the jump. Uh, I think we've seen a lot of great things from Jonathan Kaminga. He's still more inconsistent, but I do think that he should be starting as well. Um, I've been kind of going back and forth in my mind, like if Draymond comes back, are you putting Draymond back in the starting lineup? And like, is Draymond at the five and JK at the four Moses at the three. And then I guess clay and Steph at the one and two, um, which I honestly don't mind Moses Moody or placing clay in the starting lineup. Some people have suggested that I wouldn't be opposed, but I mean, (laughs) we don't have anyone to play the three right now because Andrew Wiggins hasn't been great. So it's like, well, Um, so I think maybe I would go with Steph, clay, Moody, Kaminga, Draymond. And then I like, Trace Jackson Davis with the second unit, but I also think that he could be a starter, maybe matchup dependent. I just, I don't know yet how I feel about Dre. We'll see what he does when he comes back. And also someone mentioned in the chat, the Warriors could have used him in this game. He could have gone out there and choked out Zion Williamson. So I'm just <laughs> oh, the chat is on fire tonight. You guys are bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though. Yeah. I, I personally think when Draymond comes back, uh, he has to play center. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see how else you can fit him. And that way you're starting Dre at the five. Uh, first of all, before I even get to that, if I feel like if it was any other individual coaching this team, Kaminga would be a three and not a four. That's one of the uh, facets of this roster that I feel is being mismanaged. Look, Kaminga can handle the four clearly, but Mm -hmm. to me, much better suited at the three, and especially in a game like tonight against the Pelicans or the last game against the Raptors, teams that are long, that are athletic, you can match that if you put Kaminga at the three. Um, Long-term, when I project Kaminga and what kind of player he could be, ceiling-wise, I see Jason Tatum. I, I see those two having... Very similar games. Kaminga is a good five, six years younger. Um, but that's a, that's the kind of player he is. He's a wing, and 
And under Kerr's, you know, his ideology when it comes to basketball, he doesn't like big, tall players. He wants them all small. And so Kaming is a four. But uh, yeah, I, I think Draymond needs to be your starting five. I think Trace Jackson Davis needs to get real minutes. Uh, when I say real minutes, I'm talking 25, 30 minimum a night. Like, for example, tonight, he was nine for 11 from the field, scores 19 points, and we, and we saw him for 21 minutes and change. Jonathan mm -hmm. uh, Kaminga, um, who I, again, got pulled out of the game in the third quarter. The decline, this game got away from them the moment that happened. He's four of seven from the field. He's one of the only players on this roster who gets to the free throw line, which, side note, is incredibly important. And he led the team in free throw attempts with six, making four of them. He finishes the game with 12 points. I believe his 17th game in a row this season with consecutive double-digit scoring nights. Uh, and again, the rebounding number, we've talked about that, should be higher. I'll criticize him for that. Three rebounds. Did have four assists, though. He is involving other, other players on the team. But again, he only played 28 minutes. Kaminga should be playing 35-plus. Moses Moody, second game in a row, over 20, 20 points uh, scoring. Had 21 tonight. He only played 24 minutes. He should be, I'm not, I know he's injured now, but he should be getting 30-plus. This is where the mismanagement comes in. And then Dario Saric, one of the few players on this roster who has been consistent all season long. And I don't know if it's because Kerr thinks he's, if he plays him too much, he's going to get hurt. I don't know the reasoning, but Saric routinely is playing 10 minutes less than he should. He only played 13 minutes tonight. Corey Joseph, of course, plays 17 minutes tonight. I know. And, why? <laughs> yeah. So, but to answer the question, starting, oh, and we're, we're running out of time here. Yeah, uh, so we got to yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. Clay, Moody, Kaminga, Dre. That, that's my starting five. That's what I roll with. So. Wait, wait. What did you say? Say it again. Who are your three? Uh, Who are your one, two, three? Steph, Steph uh, Clay. And the Clay thing, I honestly would would prefer him coming off the bench at this point of his career. I mean, but so if, you do, if you put Kaminga the three, you could do Steph, Moody, Moody. Kaminga, Draymond, Trace Jackson Davis. Yes, you would can. Would you do that? Yes, you can. But we have Steve Kerr as the head coach, so that's never going to happen. So, True. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, Steph, Clay, Moody... Kaminga, Dre. That would be my starting five. So, um, any final thoughts? No, it's just all right. No, <laughs> all right. We're gonna take tomorrow off. We'll be back at this Friday night. Uh, Warriors post game. They're in Chicago. Your team, Kylan. Any predictions? Uh, Chicago is a mess. Uh, <laughs> Warriors should pick up Zach Levine or or. Alex Caruso. That's, Caruso would be nice. Caruso yeah. would be a nice addition. He's exactly. a great defender, Although they do have Gary Payton in the second, but he's never healthy. So yeah. I, whatever. Uh, that was my issue with Caruso last year. I'm like, they already have like a kind of similar guy, but GP. I promise you this audience, if uh, the Warriors make a trade, we'll go live immediately. Um, so stay yeah. tuned for that. Otherwise, Kylan, have a great week. Everyone, thanks as always for tuning in. We Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Night-night. <laughs> Good stuff. Good show. Good show. Just